Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You're listening to the Dana and Parks podcast on KMBZ. You're listening to the Dana and Parks podcast on KMBZ. We will get in just a moment. By the way, can we do terrible jokes today, if you guys don't mind? Where has that been all my life? Yeah, I think we are in dire need of some terrible jokes at 345 this afternoon. So we will do that. Um, And we will get to the story out of Platte County in just a moment. We want to visit with him just briefly regarding the Jennifer Crumbly verdict that came down in uh, Pontiac, Michigan earlier today. Uh, But joining us on the KMZ hotline is one of our uh, favorite people. A good friend of the program, has been for a very, very long time. Platte County prosecutor Eric Zond is joining us this afternoon. Hello, my friend. Scott, it is so great to be with you, Dana. Hello. Hi. Always good to hear your voice. Um, Eric, and let's start with the crumbly verdict. This is a historic day. It's the first time a parent has been held criminally liable in one of those cases for involuntary manslaughter, four counts for the four teenagers that were slaughtered in that school by her son. Why is this the case where they were able to clear that hurdle? And follow-up question, do you see this now being more the norm that we've seen this happen today? You know, Dana, I think what's going on here is a really unique situation where two things happened. These parents knew that their son um, had some real deep-seated mental health issues that they apparently weren't getting him help for. And then secondly, in the midst of all of that, they go out and buy him a gun, right, which is not what you would think you would do with with a young man who's, who's already having some real problems. So the facts here made it possible for the prosecution up in Michigan to to prove manslaughter. Um, I'm not going to claim to be an expert on Michigan law, but I can tell you in Missouri, you could see a case like this coming about because manslaughter is about recklessly or negligently um, causing somebody's death, right? And so you could argue, and apparently the prosecution did successfully, not only apparently, they clearly did successfully argue to that jury that, look, these parents, this woman at least, the the husband's going to be uh, tried here in just uh, the next month or so, that, that, that they were wrong in ignoring uh, these issues that their son had in buying that gun, and that led to the deaths of these kids. And so it's not going to happen in, in a lot of these school shooter cases, but in this one, I think it was the right charge. And frankly, I think based on what I know about the case, the, the jury came to the right conclusion. God forbid that you ever have to face this. Could you see yourself bringing similar charges? I, I, I can, and I will tell you. Um, we've never had a school shooting like this, but we've had other shootings involving children 
where we've actually looked um, to see what what was the state of of this gun. How did the how did the young man or young woman um, get uh, their hands on this gun? And we've actually looked at parents. We've never charged it. Thankfully, we've never had to. But it is something we look at, frankly, in every single case. Look, I'm a gun owner. Uh, um, I believe in in the Second Amendment and the right to bear arms. But we as adults also have a responsibility to make sure that we're keeping our guns out of the hands of young people, and particularly young people who might have mental health problems. Real quick, Eric, there, there was a lot said during the trial about who had the gun last as the adult in that home. And what the defense tried to do was say it really wasn't mom's responsibility. It was dad's responsibility. It was more his gun than her gun. Um, what does the law here say about that? Let's say there's um, a, a gun owner in the home and the spouse doesn't use the gun or shoot the gun, is there equal responsibility to secure the gun under the roof of a married home? It's really going to be a question for the jury to say, was was this, in this case, uh, uh, Ms. Crumbly, was, was she somehow responsible? And they found that she was. There's no clear line in that. What the jury is trying to decide is, was she in some way reckless or negligent in in the way that she was dealing with her son and with that gun. And in this case, clearly they found that, yeah, she was. She was either reckless or negligent in how she was both trying to get her son treatment or not and in safekeeping that gun. Does this open up a, I don't want to use the word Pandora's box necessarily, but does this open up a, a new arena? Uh, and you had mentioned earlier shootings in Platte County that involved kids but weren't at school uh, where Anytime there is a shooting that involves a child or a teenager, uh, their parents are potentially at risk, and, and please say yes. I, the, the, the answer is yes. And again, fortunately, we've never found uh, the, the parents to be responsible in shootings that we've had with, with children um, and guns. But I will tell you, we look at it in every single case because, again, while I'm a gun owner, I believe that I've got a responsibility to keep my gun in the hands of only people who can handle it safely. Correct. Uh, the real reason we brought you on, Eric, as you well know, <laughs> was not to talk about a conviction in Michigan, but was to talk about a conviction in your town and a sentencing. Uh, story here from Channel 5. Your dateline is Kansas City, Missouri. A judge has sentenced a Kansas City man to seven years in prison for shoplifting less than $400 worth of merchandise from four Zona Rosa stores. Dana and I were on the phone earlier today talking about this very story, and I said to her, when are people going to learn, don't do your crimin' in the plat? <laughs> <laughs> what was different about this case? Because, Eric, people are so sick and tired of the groups of organized um, thieves walking into the store and now just strolling out with stolen merchandise. People want something done about this. Why was there such a stiff punishment in this case? Well, here's the thing. This guy, while he was not part of any organized retail crime ring that we're aware of, and that happens, and while he wasn't part of a flash mob that was, that was stealing from locations, which also happens, this man had 26 prior stealing-related offenses and 30 other crimes on his record. In wow. addition to those 26 stealing-related offenses, he had seven trespassing offenses, which these days are, are usually charged against people who go back into stores from which they've been banned due to previous shoplifting. So 
43 times um, uh, he's been he's been convicted of being in a store that he shouldn't be in either shoplifting or simply being there after being banned because he shoplifted before. At some point, we've got to say enough is enough. And he came to Platte County. Um, he was, and I won't, I won't use the word that, that, that he used, but, but he told police he was boosting like a, and I'll let you fill in the blank what he was boosting like, as we all know, boosting is, is slang for stealing. And um, fortunately, Judge Ann Hansborough, who was the judge who heard this case, um, heard what we said, which was, Judge, at some point we've got to say enough is enough. And this man is going to continue to be uh, a menace. Um, while he's not violent, what he's doing is costing all of us as consumers uh, more money. And uh, he went away for the maximum possible sentence, in this case, seven years in prison. Eric, it's fascinating to me that, that somebody could even be convicted 50 times. 56. Uh, 56. Okay, fi- sorry, 56 times. Um I don't even, and I include speeding in this, I don't know that I've committed 50 crimes in my life. Well, I will tell you, if you include his speeding offenses, he's got more than 60-some offenses. I didn't include those. I mean, is he in court all the time? He's in court, obviously, a lot. He missed a few court dates, um, too, but... uh, but that's my point is, look, most of us just consider shoplifting sort of a nuisance. But the fact of the matter is um, it's, it's become a huge issue in the United States. More than $100 billion, that's what it be, $100 billion a year is, is lost to retail theft now, Yep. which is just way too much. And the other thing that we're seeing, and unfortunately, this was not the case in, in, in this situation, but it's become a violent crime, too. We just had uh, a few months ago at a rally house here in Platte County um, a shoplifting where uh, the suspect had a gun. He pulled that gun out, and an employee gets shot in the leg. Hmm. Um, fortunately, that employee is going to recover, um, but it could have turned out very differently. And it does turn out differently, has turned out differently in other situations all across the United States. And uh, like a lot of uh, folks, I'm just done with it. Eric, and, last question uh, real quick, because I know we're up against the break. I assume these 60 crimes did not all happen to be committed in Platt. All of the priors, were they spread out all over the metro? Uh, I will say this is the first time um, he's come to Platt County. Um, all of those offenses, except uh, for one, were either in the Kansas City Municipal Court or in Jackson County. Okay, that's why I asked you that, because I wanted to know, is there some database where you all talk to each other and say, look, I know it's your first time here, but we've got these 60 priors. We're going to bundle this together and look at the history of what's going on here, because I think in some of these retail um, theft cases, they're bouncing back and forth across state lines, and those systems don't always talk to one another when it comes time to get in front of a judge. You're absolutely right. That is exactly what's happening. And I'm actually going to a meeting later this month with uh, a group of folks from both sides of the state line, law enforcement officials, prosecutors, and retailers all coming together to try to put an end to that very thing. Did you grow your beard out? Uh, my, my beard is, you know, it's, it's a little bit longer, but, uh, <laughs> but, but I, I, have, I, I have what is still a COVID beard. Some of us just didn't <laughs> shave it off. Objection. Overruled. (laughs) Hey, thank you as always. I know uh, this was very, very, very late notice. We appreciate your time. Oh, it's always great to be with you guys. Take care. All right, be well. That's Platt County Prosecutor, good friend of the program, Eric Zond, here on Dana and Parks.
Ooh, story here from the New York Post. You got to be careful what you say, folks. An Oklahoma man was awarded $25 million after a jury concluded that the state's largest newspaper intentionally harmed him when it wrongfully identified him as the high school sports announcer who hurled racist remarks at other players. Can't do that. Scott Sepulpa was one of two announcers commentating on a March 2021 girls playoff game between Midwest City High and Norman High that made national headlines when the Norman team took a knee and the other commentator, Matt Rowan, went on a racist tirade against the girls. They're kneeling, blanking N-words. I hope Norman gets their blank kicked. Blank them. I hope they lose. They're going to kneel like that? Wow, he was unabashed. That was Matt Rowan. Uh, About 30 seconds later, the unidentified announcer muttered something indistinguishable before once again using the highly offensive N-word slur uh, to refer to the student-athletes. But in its initial reporting of the incident, the Oklahoman newspaper wrongly reported that it was Sepulpa who made those racist comments. He later sued, alleging defamation. That is a slam dunk of a case. Claiming they that, printed it. Mm-hmm. He was defamed because of it. He is not a big public figure, period. End of story. They're going to pay this one out. They only attached his name to the article for three hours before they corrected it. Doesn't matter. The jury agreed with him and ordered Gannett, the parent company of the Oklahoman, to pay $5 million in actual damages and $20 million in punitive. Yep. Somebody, got, somebody got fired over that. There oh. goes the Oklahoman. Uh, but please read this from Mayor Lucas. That was posted overnight on Twitter. I laughed out loud. Uh, it is clear. Who is that? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, it's so I funny. I know who that is. That's the, uh, that's the governor of Texas. Okay. Uh, Abbott. I at, can't a, remember at a podium. First. Yeah. Well, he's at a podium. But keep in mind, Governor Abbott is also confined to a wheelchair. Greg Abbott. Greg Abbott. Thank you, Sam. Uh, which is why his head is so low down in front of everybody okay. else's body. And what does Quentin Lucas say? Uh, well, he says, nah, that ain't me. Uh, because they identify Governor Greg Abbott with the Chiron Mayor Quentin Lucas, <laughs> Kansas City, Missouri. <laughs> nah, that ain't me. He wrote, nah, that ain't me. And then he wrote, I got no beefs. They spelled my name right. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was so funny. Uh, NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell said league and independent uh, inspectors have found the practice field set aside for the San Francisco 49ers is safe to use during Super Bowl week, despite complaints from the team. Oh, here we go. Here come the excuses. Already complaining. Here comes the excuses. I tell you what, that San Francisco stadium better be the grass consistency of a putting green with all the complaints they have about other people's grass. The Niners had expressed concern to the league that the field at UNLV's campus is too soft. It's too soft, but Goodell said the league has kept close tabs on it and cleared it for use. Sod was recently placed over the turf field um, so the 49ers could use it this week. By the way, that was the same exact complaint as the Super Bowl last year. The field was too soft. Two quick things. Someone just posted on Twitter, blank, blank. I've been trying to figure out who Brock Purdy looks like for the last two years and here it is. And there are side-by-side photos, and he ain't wrong. Lee Harvey Oswald? He looks exactly like Lee Harvey Oswald. <laughs> like thousands and thousands and thousands of people have retweeted this and liked it. Because, yes, I'm sorry, Brock Purdy looks like Lee Harvey Oswald. And then I've got this update on ticket prices. 
Uh, they are thinking that Super Bowl 58 is projected to be a top three selling Super Bowl, possibly top two of all time. It is on pace to outsell the number four top selling Super Bowl on StubHub, which was Super Bowl 50 in San Francisco with us, right? No. Who was who was in 50? Not us. Okay. That was sorry. eight years ago. God, San Fran goes a lot. Uh, buyers from all 50 states and 16 countries outside of the U.S., California buyers have purchased a whopping 35% of tickets sold. Uh, by the way, Super Bowl 50 was Denver Broncos, led by Peyton Manning, yeah. and the Carolina Panthers. Thank you. Led by Cam Newton. Uh, average price of tickets sold is $8,700. However, Jeez. Jeez. total sales had a 5% increase since yesterday. You say $8,000 for a ticket? $8,700 per ticket. Total sales had a 5% increase since yesterday, and we expect the percentage to increase every day as we draw closer to the final sales peak. That's $2,175 a quarter. Now, if there's only 18 minutes of actual football played in any game, what is it that per is minute? $483 <laughs> for every minute, minute of actual play. Worth every dollar, baby. Okay. What do I always say about fools and their money, Sammy? Uh, they're easily parted. Yeah, they are. Dana, did we uh, secure some tickets yet? Look. Okay. She my, never answers these directly. My window of opportunity to purchase tickets is dwindling, large and wide, oh. and still wide open. Uh-huh. I will probably not know until Saturday whether we're going to the game. That wasn't a no. That, that sounded like a yes to me. It sounded like a. We're 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 getting pretty close. We're gonna get give it a day in court. Yep. Good for, who are you taking? My Sophie Lulu. Oh, oh my God, I'm so excited. She's twenty one. So excited. Nine one three five eight six seven seven nine eight five eight six seven seven nine eight here on Dana and Parks. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. 
You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. We don't do politics on the show, but we didn't mention this last week, so I do. I just wanted to follow up on it very quickly. Uh, I talked about this today with my finance guy. We 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 told you last week about the robocalls, the AI generated robocalls that were showing up in New Hampshire last week, and it was the voice of President Biden <sighs> telling them, hey, you don't need to go vote today. Don't worry about it. It's no big deal. Uh, we got this all wrapped up. Trying to discourage voter participation. And wh- whether it worked or not, I have no idea. But they have traced those robocalls to a Texas-based telecommunications company. According to the state's attorney oh, general, oh, it's local. New, New Hampshire Attorney General John Formella, in a news conference today, said the source of the calls were linked to two businesses, Life Corporation and Lingo Telecom. Uh, Formello, Formella, beg your pardon, the attorney general in New Hampshire, identified a man named Walter Monk as the owner of Life Corporation. Uh, Formella said the investigation is ongoing and suggested it involves additional entities other than. Life Corporation and Lingo. He did not say who or what entity was ultimately behind the disinformation campaign or the creation of the artificial intelligence audio. No charges have yet been filed. Uh, the robocalls numbered in the thousands, uh, maybe perhaps as many as 25,000 robocalls. I, I hope they figure out who did this, and it sounds like they have. Yeah, if, they've, if they've narrowed it down to a state, the and, clock and, is ticking. And run these people out of business. Well, you can backtrack an IP address, but if you're a ne'er-do-well from another country, you can also mimic an IP Mm -hmm. address. I think by now they would know that. Faces financial penalties of up to $11,000 for each of the violations, and there were anywhere between 5,000 and 25,000 robocalls made. Hmm. Okay. Oh, listen to this. Little is known about Monk or his political history, but according to the FEC... Monk and his ex-wife each donated $5,000 to PLR PAC, a Kansas-based political action committee that has spent most of its receipts on advertisements airing on Spanish-language channels. Can we talk about the Chiefs for a minute? I'm sorry. I've got to go squirrel. If you look on Twitter Day, it's just a montage and a matchup, and we probably need to switch one of these to ESPN of Media Day. And all of our players answering the questions and doing the things. And our sports guys are already down there. Um, it is just an explosion of fun with all things Chiefs right now in Vegas. Okay. Sure. Someone asked Travis Kelsey, what have you learned about fame from Taylor Swift? And the always funny Travis Kelsey replied, that being famous worldwide is a whole lot different than being famous in Kansas City. <laughs> <laughs> He's so good. Uh, from Willie Gay, I'm amazing, baby. I'm good. I am ready to roll. <laughs> I'm excited. Oh, my gosh. I am so excited. Uh, Sunday also happens to be my mom's birthday. Oh. He was also asked, Travis... If all of the attention has been a distraction and our beautiful Travis Kelsey answered like this, everybody is subject to their own opinion on everything, but I feel like it's only been giving me energy. I would be silly to find any negativity with what's going on in my life. Good for him. 
Good for him. It is possible, America, to take joy in other people's happiness. From Patrick Mahomes, this is a business trip. I told the guys that if we win, I'll bring everyone back to Vegas to celebrate. But right now... <laughs> well, you remember last time they went back to right Vegas? Right now, this is a business trip. Do you remember the last time they went back to Vegas to celebrate? Yeah. And there were a lot of champagne and a lot of ski goggles. They need to take the cell phones out of that room. But I love it. This is a business trip, and I told no, the guys, he's right. he's absolutely we're not right. partying here now. If we win, so, I'll bring everybody back to so party. I was listening to the morning news today, and Will Wink, stare it, um, said the game starts shortly after 5 o'clock. And then I'm like, really? So I get home, and I'm, I'm looking it up, and they have the game slated at 5.30-something. Hmm. There's no way in hell that game starts at 5.30-something. Yeah, 5.30. There's a lot of pomp and circumstance before that. And did you know, I don't know that you mentioned this, but he's a friend of yours, Scott, that Kevin Harlan and his daughter, sideline reporter Olivia Harlan-Decker, will become the first father-daughter duo to cover and call a Super Bowl. The 30-year-old Harlan-Decker, who previously covered the NFL and NBA for ESPN and Fox Sports, now works for Sky Sports, I believe that's out of England, and Westwood One Radio. Uh, The 63-year-old Harlan, the son of former Green Bay Packers executive Bob Harlan, completing his 39th consecutive season as an NFL play-by-play announcer, his 37th doing NBA. Uh, The University of Kansas grad was an announcer for Jayhawk basketball, Mizzou Hoops, and was the radio voice of the Chiefs from 1985 to 1993. And he was young when he got that Chiefs gig, because I think he graduated KU in 83 which means he would have been the Chiefs radio broadcaster at the age of 24. Wow. Uh, good for him. Kevin yep. Harlan and his daughter Olivia calling the game together. I love it. That's awesome. Good for them. Uh, we're going to do terrible jokes coming up here in just a few minutes. So if you want to go ahead and get yours in, uh, and we'll try to get all of your jokes on the air, just make sure they're clean. Uh, they have to be terrible but arable. You know how the game gets played. Well, some people don't. No, they don't. And then we don't err. We get a lot of inappropriate ones. And I laugh every time. Like, yeah, we do. Nope. Can't read that one. But if you want to go and start sending in your terrible jokes, we will get to those in just a few minutes. Uh, we've been joking about streaming platforms coming together and creating cable again. Uh, Disney, ESPN, yep. and Hulu were already under a bundle package. Word just broke on CNBC that Walt Disney's ESPN... Fox and Warner Brothers Discovery are planning to launch a joint sports streaming service no, this fall. No, I'm done. I can't. I can't do this anymore. The platform does not have a name or a price just yet, uh, but we now have two bundles. Okay. Did you also hear a quick update to this story yesterday? We're not looking to make this a topic that... The NTSB has come out with a preliminary report on how a door just randomly flies off of an airplane in flight. Mm -hmm. This is a direct quote. Boeing 737 MAX was missing critical bolts in Alaska Airlines blowout. To which I asked on an airplane, aren't all the bolts critical? Yeah. Yeah. Four, to be precise. Four. Critical bolts needed to hold down the jet's plug door in place were missing. They weren't not screwed in all the way. They, they just they weren't there, weren't there mm-hmm. according to the NTSB. 
From CBS News, a Costco shopper has tested the limits of the retail club's return policy by bringing back a three-and-a-half-year-old sofa simply because she just stopped liking it. (laughs) (laughs) The old leave the tag on, return it after the weekend thing? Stop it, stop it. We're bringing this back at four. I want to know what is the longest you've held on to something before walking in and trying to return it. I digress. Keep going. Okay. Jackie Wynn uh, said in a TikTok video that's been viewed nearly 3 million times, quote, I just didn't like it anymore. We just didn't like the color anymore. Wynn explained that she did not have the original receipt, but recalled the date on which she had originally bought the couch. That allowed a Costco retail clerk to process the transaction and issue a full refund to Wynn. You've had the couch for three and a half years? Negative. What have you done on that couch, Jackie? Or spilled, or pets, or, like, it's not, you can't keep something three and a half years. That is well beyond the return window. What would be a reasonable return window on a couch? A month? Probably, yeah. Not three and a half years? No. We're bringing this back at four o'clock because we all know people who have stretched the limit. And I don't know, like Target now, they want your driver's license. They want, if you don't have a receipt, like. Well, because that's a major scam where people will go into one store, steal a bunch of stuff, go to a different store and return it and say, oh, sorry, I lost the receipt. You get like some time of database. You get so many times you can take stuff back. But like, I feel like Costco and Sam's Club's kind of the Wild West with that stuff. Am I wrong? Uh, Bob Beckworth, a retired New York City Fire Department firefighter who was captured in a famous photograph. You'll remember his face. Standing next to President George Bush in the days after September 11th in New York City, has died at the age of 91. His wife, Barbara Beckwith, said he had cancer and died Sunday night in hospice. Beckwith was 69 years old, had already been retired from the fire department for seven years, when he, along with other current and first responders, rushed to ground zero after the attacks on the World Trade Center. He stood with Bush. As the president gave that famous speech to the first responders who had been working nonstop. Hmm. What are we doing? Uh, That was the speech, I believe, where President Bush said um, something like. Yeah, they're going to hear all of us. They're going to hear all of us soon or something like, yeah. Uh, He had six children, ten grandchildren, and two great-grandchildren. Did you also see, and this was about a week ago, but I saw it in the New York Times and it was in my stack and we couldn't get to it, that the runner during the Boston Marathon bombing who was in the infamous viral photo on the front cover of Time magazine, you remember it, it's three police officers facing the camera all looking toward the danger and there is a runner you know, probably 65, 70 years old on the ground mm-hmm. right before mm-hmm. the finish line. Yep. He finally passed away mm-hmm. um, this past week, 91 years old, I read. Wow. 91 years old and was on that iconic Time magazine cover the week of the Boston bombing. How, how much would I have to pay you to run or even train for a marathon? There is no amount of money that would have me do that. There's no way. None. I'm with you. I told you my brother ran a marathon. No, He's I'm not running a marathon. Sense. I'm not going up in a hot air balloon. I'm not bungee jumping. <laughs> uh, telephone number or check that text line number is 913-586-7798. Terrible Joke Tuesday. When we return, get your terrible jokes in now at 913-586-7798. It is time. 
Terrible Joke Tuesday, where your joke has to be terrible, but it's very important. It has to be arable. You can send in your submissions to 913-586-7798. Could we start from my mother, Scott? We can. Hey, Scott. Dana, what's going on? What is the most groundbreaking invention of all time? Most ground? I have no idea. The shovel. Sam. Nice. Yes, Scott. uh, From 9073 on the text line. Did I tell you tonight we're having Himalayan rabbit stew for dinner? Really? Yeah, we found Himalayan in the road. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hey, Dana. Yes, Sam. What's faster, hot or cold? I don't know what's faster, hot or cold. Hot. You can catch a cold. Wow. Um, <clears throat> <clears throat> hey, Sam, what's green and not very heavy? Uh, I don't know. Light green. Get out. Wow. That was terrible. Oh. Dana. Yes. What did the piece of poultry say when it saw a bowl of lettuce? What did the piece of poultry say when it saw a bowl of lettuce? Chicken sees a salad. <laughs> Hey, Scott. Sam. Did I ever tell you that Norway, their Navy puts barcodes on the sides of their ships? No. Yeah, that's so they can Scandinavian. (laughs) Hey, Sam. Uh, Yes, Scott. From 7669, what do you call Buffalo Bill fan of the Super Bowl? Uh, I don't know. Spectator. Hey-o. Sorry, John Grayson. Hmm. Hey, uh, Scott. Yes. Why did the pony ask for a glass of water? Uh, I'm not sure. Why because did... it was a little horse. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dana. Yes, Did Sam. I ever tell you that I used to dive for clams? No. Yeah, then I pulled a muscle. Get out. No, seriously, get out. Right now. Scott, how many apples can you grow on a tree? I, I don't know. All of them. Mm. Mm-hmm. Hey, Dana. Yes? Did you ever tell you bread is kind of like the sun? No. Yeah, it rises in the east and sets in the waste. <laughs> so dumb. Hey, Sam. Yes, Scott? From 8001. <laughs> what should you eat if you're cold and angry? Uh, I don't know. A burr. Grr. What? Get out. <laughs> you want to try that again? What should you eat? I did. The, I No, the delivery was impeccable. Not sure I agree what with that. What should you eat if you're cold and angry? A burger. <laughs> hey, Scott. Sam. If you see a crime at the Apple store, does that make you an eyewitness? <clears throat> Dana. Uh, yeah. Did you hear about the guy who was afraid of hurdles? No. He got over it. Hey, Dana, have I ever told you that studies show that six out of seven dwarves aren't happy? Hmm. <laughs> Did I ever tell you that people are usually shocked when they find out I'm a terrible electrician? <clears throat> Let it set in. It'll wow. take a minute. It'll wow. take a minute. Miners here. Uh, what did one volcano say to the other, Sam? Uh, I don't know. I love you. <clears throat> There's a lot of Helen Keller jokes in here today. No, do I'm not. I'm not reading them. You can do one. What did the earthquake say when it was all done? Sorry, my fault. (laughs) Dana. Yeah. Why did the cops arrest the kindergartner? Why did the cops arrest the kindergartner? He was resisting arrest. Wow. Okay. 
Uh, that one sucks. I'm looking. Man. Sam. Oh, I got one. Yes, Dana. Did you hear about the bossy man at the bar? Uh, no. He ordered everyone around. <clears throat> hey, Scott. <laughs> yes. What is a thesaurus's favorite breakfast food? <laughs> I just saw. <laughs> what? A synonym roll. Thank you, 2150. Hey, Scott. Yes, What invention allows you to see through walls? (laughs) What? Windows? (laughs) Okay. Okay. Hey, Sam. (laughs) Yes, Scott. From uh, 6089. Do you know marathon runners with bad footwear suffer the agony of defeat? Uh, Hey, Sam. Uh, Yes, Dana. Um, What? (laughs) Why did the... Cowboy adopt a wiener dog. Uh, I don't know why. He wanted to get a long little doggy. Only but a goody. Commander Jesse Reed has just piped in with his terrible joke for the day. Hello, Commander. Uh, he says, do you guys know that I've got two dogs at home? One's named Rolex, the other's Timex. Oh, no. Yeah, they're my watchdogs. Wow. <clears throat> I don't understand the other one, I'm going to be honest. Why shouldn't you play poker in the jungle, Sam? I don't know. Too many cheetahs. Okay. Hey, Scott. Yeah. Where do ye find a pirate who's lost his wooden well, leg? Well, Sam, I don't know. That's a great question. Where do ye? Oh, right where ye left him. <laughs> Quick of break course. for the news. Dan Weinbaum's like, got that. Coming up in two minutes. We'll see you on the other side here on Dana and Parks. Thanks for listening to the Dana and Parks podcast. Remember, you can catch us online anytime at KMBZ.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.